to another episode of Obscure Dragons and Dungeons. I'm Emily. I'm Corey. And today we're doing a little bit different. I don't think we've done anything plant-based yet, right? I don't think so. Well, today we're doing myconids. And there is a lot of info on myconids, even though it's not, or at least I haven't found it in very many editions. Oh yeah, you had to do a lot of digging to find anything on myconids for some of them. We, I, I updated, or I got more uh, books for specific editions, so I'm able to do, there's a lot more now. We did find a book that from, I think, 3.5 was the one that we were really, like, struggling to find in 4th edition. We managed to find it. So, as always, we're starting in 2nd edition, because 1st edition didn't have a lot. And the CR for Vicodids in second edition is one quarter, one half, one, two, three, and four. Why why the variation? <laughs> because it depends on the amount of hit points or hit dice it has. You're gonna hear that a lot. A lot of it's a one hit die creature or a three hit die creature. So like one quarter is one hit die, half is two hit dies stuff like that and it goes up to six hit die all right so to begin myconids or fungus men are a race of intelligent fungi that live in the remote reaches of the underdark they are cautious creatures that deplore violence myconids have no desire to conquer anybody and would prefer to be left alone myconids resemble walking toadstools in human form their flesh is bloated and spongy and varies in color from purple to gray their wide feet have vestigial toes, and their pudgy hands have two stubby fingers and a thumb on either side, like cartoon, like old cartoon characters. I'm picturing Toad from Mario. <laughs> uh, I guess it depends on how you want to flavor them, but yes, it kind of is like Toad. Uh, Mike and its hit dice determine their social status and abilities, and they have no spoken language. They communicate through spore. I think we'll get into it later. But they can communicate through spores, basically. Communication through spores. They they live in the underdark, right? Yes, they're underdark creatures. And they're pretty friendly. They are friendly. That's really rare. I think their alignment is lawful neutral. That's really rare. <laughs> Those creatures in the underdark just are evil. <laughs> well, these ones are like, just leave us the fuck alone. Um, I can. Society is based on circles. Extremely tight social groups that usually consist of 20 members, four of each size from one to five hit dice. Each circle's day is rigidly structured, eight hours of rest, followed by eight hours of farming the fungus crops, followed by eight hours of melding. <laughs> melding? Yeah, melding. For the Vicodids, melding is entertainment, worship, and social interaction combined. Oh, okay. So these are just basically people, and they work, they yeah. live, they have fun. Uh, fungusmen gather in a tight circle and the elder myconid release report and hallucinatory spores. The entire group then merges into a collective telepathic hallucination for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And they consider this melding to be the reason for their existence. 
Wouldn't be mushroom people without hallucinogenic spores, I guess. <laughs> they basically all get high together. <laughs> and then they, they can communicate through report spores. That's what it is. <coughs> Once they release that kind of spore, then they can all kind of like talk to each other. And it's also something that they kind of use for reconnaissance or something so like that. It'd be like they went out and they're like, oh, this is happening. I must report with the report spore, basically. The utility knife. Yeah. Only distress spores will bring a circle out of its melding before the eight hours have elapsed. Basically, somebody sends off something being like, ah, another circle or something because the circles tend to be kind of close to each other that they can send distress spores to each other. But they tend to keep their cir circles kind of separated. Like people. Yeah, they have their own little communities. They have communities. Their, they have their own communities. Uh, a myconid has a deathly fear of sunlight and will not willingly travel to the surface world. The exact effects of sunlight on a myconid are unknown, but they must be highly detrimental for the fungus men to fear sunlight as they do. Meaning they were lazy and they did it. <laughs> Later on, they I don't think it's good. I don't think sunlight gets touched in the additions after this until 5e. I don't think I saw anything about sunlight. Interesting. Uh, the Myconid King is always the largest member of the colony and is the only member at the six hit dice level. Only one Myconid can be six hit dice. It is also the only Myconid that is not a member of the circle. He doesn't participate in group melding. Why? Uh, the other Myconids regard separation from the circles as horror and pity the Lonely King. The Lonely <laughs> King. Because he's basically in charge of every circle within that area. Uh, so he doesn't like technically have he doesn't ha technically have a circle that he can meld with. So he's technically called like a lonely king. Gotcha. Uh, the leadership role is thought as an unpleasant duty, almost a condemnation. <laughs> Condemnation. Basically, it's like you are condemned to be lonely if you become king. Oh yeah. You got nobody else you can talk to. And typically, becoming a king is if you are the oldest, like, five hit point or five hit dice uh, Myconid. If the king dies, then you are basically thrust into being the king now. Imagine being in a melding. You're an old Myconid. You're five hit die. And then all of a sudden, you just can't rapport spore with anybody because the king just died. And you're like, oh, shit, I'm king now. You're old and you're lonely. <laughs> It's very sad when you think about it. Uh, the king must remain outside of circles to retain objectivity and to pay close attention to the duties of leadership. The king animates guardians for the colony so the Myconids do not have to commit violence. That is the thing about when you go through all Myconids, through all editions, they abhor violence. Like it Pacifist. is, it's like a sin, basically. They were, they, and if they have to fight, they will not kill you. Or they will try not to kill you. Knock you out and take your stuff. <laughs> or throw you somewhere else. In the Underdark, that's a death sentence. Yeah. You just get knocked out and then you wake up somewhere else. You're lost. You have nothing. You're screwed. <laughs> they don't. They will not kill you. But like I said, he creates guardians that do that for them. Or they'll leave you for something else to kill you. Uh, the king also practices fungal alchemy, brewing special potions that may be useful in times of trouble. There is the potion of anointment, which is the only way for five hit dice Myconids to become six hit die. Five hit points is the cap. 
five hit the five hit die mechanism. It's basically like an age. You're one, two, three, four, five, and once you get five, you're just done until the king dies. Yeah. I thought it just happened though. It was just like magically you're now six hit die mechanism and you're the king. Nope. Got a potion, no. No, you have to the only way to become six hit dice is to take the potion of anointment. Partake in the Kool-Aid. Yes. Uh, then there's also the potion of fungi growth, which is basically an aging potion. If they, uh, they're really like, they're very tight about their population. If they don't have enough population, they will give this to the young like sprouts and force them to kind of grow up so that way they can produce more. Jesus. <laughs> they're, it is apparently a thing throughout most of the editions too, where they're very like, like very aware of their population. Well, yeah, they're mushrooms. Mushrooms are all connected as long as they're a part of the same group. Yeah. They also try to not overpopulate as well. Don't want to eat all the resources. No, they're very, they're very, uh... Survivalist. Yeah. Uh, there's the potion of fungi healing. That's obvious. Uh, there's the powder of hallucination. <laughs> the drugs. Yeah. This is used, I think, in combat mostly for when... Basically, your hit die four or fives end up dying. <laughs> okay. Because four and fives have the ability to use hallucination spores. And if they're not there or if they've died in combat, then you kind of need some way of using hallucinations because it's apparently very good. It makes a special concoction for the colonies. Yep. And then there's the potion of decay, which affects a humanoid creature as if it were a dead creature infected by purple fungi spores. And purple fungi spores basically bring you from the dead and you're a servant. Good. <laughs> and then there's standard potions that they can brew from the standard potions list. Stuff like potion of healing, resistance, yep. climbing, jumping, all that good stuff. Yep. Uh, if forced into combat, they avoid killing, if at all possible, violence adversely affects their melding. That is also a reason why they don't like to kill things because it affects, I guess it like can bring flashbacks. And if somebody's bringing flashbacks into the group melding, then nobody's having a good time. Yeah. I mean, that's just a bad trip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fungus men fight by clubbing with their clasped hands, causing 1d4 points of damage per hit die. So they're pretty strong too. Yeah. If you have six hit die, then you're doing 64s. Uh, Myconids also have the ability to spew forth clouds of special spores. This is where we talk about the actual, like, spore spores, I think. Spore spores? Yeah, spore spores. All right. Uh, the number and kind of spores increase as they grow. As each Myconid advances to another size level, it gains the ability to spray another type of spores, and the number of types per day that each spore type can be emitted also increases. So basically, if you become older and stronger... Get more spores. Yep. A more frequent amount of spores. Yep. A myconid can emit each of its spore types a number of times equal per day to its hit dice. So I believe there's four or five different types of spores. If you are, <laughs> if you are uh, like a six hit die that one, you can do one type of spore six times a day, and then you can do another type of spore another six times per day. Each spore you can use six times. Yeah, if you're a level six hit die. This, that's a lot of sporing. <laughs> then the types of spores. We have distress. 
the spore type is used to alert other myconids to danger or it needs aid. The cloud expands up to a rate of 40 feet per round, expanding to its maximum of 120 feet in three rounds. That's This is gained at one hit die level. Hey, it makes sense. Baby mushroom is going to cry and people are going to notice. Yeah. Uh, then we have reproducer. Spores are only a minute at the proper time for growing new myconids, so the population can be rigidly controlled. They are also automatically ejected by a dying myconid. This ability is gained at second hit dice level. Okay. Next, we have report. These spores are primarily used in the melding process. However, they can be used by myconids to communicate with other species since the fungus men do not talk. It's like a form of telepathy almost, yep. except it's spores. Yep. Okay. Uh, a small cloud of spores is aimed at one person. If the person fails the saving throw versus poison, it can choose to fail. It can go into telepathic reports speaking mind to mind with the myconid as if it were normal speech. The range of this effect is 40 feet, and the duration is a number of turns equal to the hit dice level of a myconid, and this is gained at third level. Uh, then we have pacifier. This type of spore cloud may be spewed at a single creature. If the creature fails its saving throw versus poison, it becomes totally passive, unable to do anything. The effective creature only observes it is unable to perform any action, even if attacked. Jeez, that's really good. The range of this effect is 40 feet. The duration of this effect is a number of rounds equal to the hit dice of the myconid, and you get this at fourth level. So it's a minimum of four, maximum of six. <laughs> yep. And then we got hallucinatory. This type of spore is usually used in the melding ritual, but a myconid can project them at an attacker. The spore cloud may be shot at one creature, and if that creature fails its saving throw versus poison, it suffers violent hallucinations for a number of turns equal to the hit dice of that myconid. <laughs> violent hallucinations. Yep. And you will react from this list of things, depending on how it's rolled out of a d20. You will cower and whimper, staring to nothingness, flee shrieking in a random direction, and try to kill the closest creature. Oh, okay. So that's like a... It's a bad trip. It's a bad trip. Uh, the range of this is 40 feet again, and this is gained at 5th level. And then finally, the last spore is Animator. And this is only given to the king. The king uses these spores to infect a dead animal or creature. A purple fungus quickly covers the corpse, taking over the dead body systems and putting it to work, animating the corpse to resemble a zombie. If it is not undead... It is not undead, I mean, and cannot be turned by priests. It always strikes last in a round. The ability to resist turning like that for a zombie is huge. It's basically, Purple Mushroom has basically infiltrated it and kind of using the corpse as a puppet. Yeah, it made it part of like the fungal network, so it's technically still an undead, but it's not going to do anything the Myconid King doesn't want it to do. Yeah. And the body continues to rot, and the fungus gradually replaces the missing parts become specialized to take over their functions. Mm. Like I said, it basically kind of, like, controls the body, and then eventually kind of takes it over. And replaces it. Eventually, however, the decay proceeds too far, and the body stops functioning, unable to rest, or able to rest at last. Oh, okay, so it's like a zombie with an age limit. <laughs> yes. Animation takes place 1d4 days after infection, and the corpse is animated 1d4 plus one weeks before it decays. 
Animated creatures will follow simple orders given by the animator with reports, spores, and the best of the to the best of their ability. Orders take priority over self-preservation. Yeah, it's a zombie. It <laughs> doesn't care about itself. It's just gonna do zombie stuff. Yep. And that is all for Tui. What do you think? I know a lot about my canids, but there's some things I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know a lot about a lot of Underdark stuff. It's like one of my favorite regions. <laughs> uh, I think next up we have 3.5. The CRs for this one are 1 half, 1, 2, 4, 6, and 7. 7. 7 still the Mechanic King? Uh, yes, but now it is called Sovereign. Ah. We are now going into Sovereigns. Fancy. The different types of Mykonids for this one is Junior, Average, and Elder Workers. And then there's Guard, Circle Leaders, and Sovereigns. Get a little bit more of diversity instead of one hit die, two hit die types. Yeah. They have they more have names. names. <laughs> These intelligent mobile mushrooms are among the more unusual creatures that live deep below ground. Mycanids, also called fungus ones, are gentle, quiet, shy, and thoughtful. They always view outsiders with distrust, distrust because they assume that all strangers are destructive and violent. To ensure that they can live in peace, they usually make their homes far from more commonly traveled subterranean paths. So they really, like, they go deep underground. Yeah, they tried to hide away. <laughs> they don't want anybody or anything touching it, them. It makes sense for them to assume that everything's out to get them, because in the Underdark, everything is out to get them. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a myconid can be from two to twelve feet tall. Jeez. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if before I saw anything about height, but what now we range, have height. Though, two to twelve feet. Yo, <laughs> I'm assuming. I'm assuming the tallest is the sovereign. Probably. They probably just grow up. The primary physical characteristics that distinguish it from other giant toadstool are its limbs. The lower half of its trunk is split in half to form two legs, and two arms depend on depend from just below its cap, its head. It also has two eyes in the cap. Typically when you think of mushroom people, the eyes are just under the cap, but no, they're on the cap. Yeah, you picture toad when you think mushroom people, but this time, no, D&D &D says the eyes are part of the mushroom head. And these eyes are perfectly concealed when it's closed. Its hands seem to have random numbers of fingers and thumbs. Occasionally, an, indi an individual with more than two arms or legs pops up. <laughs> Sorry, that's funny to think about. Just random number of limbs, random number of appendages. Yeah, you could, like us before, it was stated very matter of fact. You had three fingers and one thumb. Now there's variety. Yes. <laughs> now you could have one with like 12 fingers and one thumb. Or five fingers and five thumbs. And with five thumbs. That'd be weird. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Mycanid has a lifespan of about 24 years now. 24? 24 years. Okay. When first spawned, an infant resembles a giant toadstool, obviously. At the age of four, it reaches adulthood and becomes mobile. Thereafter, its appearance changes very little as it ages. Uh, Mycanids grow fungus for food. The tribe usually maintains several fungus farms, which the workers tend with an almost re religious zeal. They're this is 
This is it's just people, but underground. Yeah. And mushroomy. <laughs> like Okay. <laughs> Keep going, sorry. They also know how to make various items from fungus. Most of these, however, are only useful to Mike in it. Well, yeah. I like I to imagine so. they have like little wheelbarrows made of fungi. Everything. They, everything has to be made of fungus and stone. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so cute to think about. Yeah, it's cute because they're friendly. <laughs> if they were out to kill you, it wouldn't be so cute. Yeah. Uh, Mykonid tribes consist of several circles living in close proximity. The circles in a tribe usually arrange themselves so that the distress force from neighboring circles can reach at least one member of another circle in the tribe. Makes sense. Like I said before, they, they stay pretty close. It's like a couple cities in like one nation. They have the ability to distress to other people and be like, help, or watch out. Yeah. Uh, a Myconid encountered away from its circle is performing some mission for its superiors. Such missions usually consist of keeping a lookout for intruders or scavenging for refuge to fertilize the fungus beds. Should a wandering Myconid chance upon a human body suitable for animation, it takes it back to its circle. <laughs> Not so cute now, are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I, did, I found a good dead body. Let's take it back so it can become a guardian, basically. Fungus, after all. Yep. Uh, the fungus ones hide from strangers and fight only as a last resort when forced to in combat. A mycodid releases spores as a ranged attack. As a standard action, a mycodid can release a cloud of spores. These spores come in several different varieties. As described below, as it enters each new stage of lice, increasing its hit die by one. Again, increase hit die. Increase. Okay. Uh, a Mykonid gains a new variety of spore, but does not lose access to previous varieties. Each type of spore can be used a number of times per day equal to the Mykonid's hit dice. So, like last time. Yep. Now, workers only get, like the, the junior, the average, and the elder, they only get distress, reproduction, and report spores. Guards also get pacification spores along with the previous ones. Circle leaders get hallucination spores along with all previous ones, and sovereigns get animation spores with all previous. So it's the same. Yeah. You acquire more as you grow up. Well, relatively the same. All the workers get all the same stuff, but everybody else gets everything else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or it will use a slam attack in melee. How, sl how strong is that slam? Uh, I don't. It levels up. It goes from a D4 minus one, I think, to a D8 plus two. Okay, so it's not nearly as bad as second edition, where it's like, yeah, it's just roll an extra D4 per hit die it has, so you can roll six. Well, I guess in this case, seven D4. It doesn't do that. It's just yeah. increases the dice, increases the modified damage, and okay, it's a lot more balanced. Yeah. Though it is not a spellcaster. A Mycodid Sovereign can create various potions that mimic cleric and druid spells. Oop. It can okay. duplicate the following effects each day, once per day. But only for the purpose of brewing potions. So basically, it's turning these spells into potions. Yeah. It cannot cast, but it can brew them. Yeah. And it also had... Uh, a spell save DC. 
Which I thought was really weird, because why would you need a spell save DC if it's for a potion? Depends on the type of potion you're trying to drink, though. True. Uh, it can brew bull strength, cure light wounds, cure moderate wounds, cure serious wounds, delay poison, endurance, endure elements, greater magic fang, invisibility to animals, lesser restoration, magic fang, negative energy protection, neutralize poison, protection from elements, remove blindness slash deafness, remove disease, remove parallel. Para- oh my god. Remove peril. Paralysis. Ah. Remove, remove paralysis and resist elements. That's so much. <laughs> yeah, you, they can they can make a lot. Why? I don't know. I would have been fine. Like, yeah, okay, whatever. Sovereign just trying to become the best alchemist in the world, apparently. <laughs> I mean, he's the king, and it's only one person that can do it. So why not just be able to? Yeah, make why not a ton overload it? it with the amount of potions it can make? Yeah. Uh, I was not able to find a 4E. I couldn't even find, like, oh, no. any of the books. I could only find, like, one and three, I think, of the monster manuals. Oh, and it's not in one or three? No. It's probably in two. Yeah, which makes me kind of sad, yeah, because I couldn't was, find it. <laughs> it was in the second book for 3.5, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. in the second book for 3.5. So, as soon as I guess we'll just have to be more wary about trying to find a 4E second monster manual book. Yeah. Uh, but we do have 5E, of course. Woohoo! <laughs> How nerfed. I o- <laughs> Well, the CRs are zero, what happened to? Oh, okay, so incredibly. <laughs> it's been incredibly nerfed, and that makes me sad because they are so freaking adorable. The, the new description for them is Myconids are intelligent. Embolatory fungi that live in the Underdark. Seek enlightenment and deplore violence. If approached peacefully, myconids gladly provide shelter and allow safe passage through their colonies. Yeah, just mind the pile of dead bodies. They're a little bit more welcoming in 5e, unlike previous editions where they're just like, fuck you, stay away. I don't want you near me. I don't want you near me. You stay away. Trying to get as far away as possible. Yep. But now they're a little bit more open. And they're a, they seek enlightenment, which I thought was really funny. Right. Yeah, that's why they're doing all the drugs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the largest myconid in the colony is its sovereign, which provides over one or more social groups called circles. Mm-hmm. Circles can contain up to 20 or more myconids that work, live, and meld together. Yeah, there's melding again. <laughs> yep. Melding is now described as a communal meditation that allows myconids to to transcend their dull subterranean existence. (laughs) (laughs) They're just getting high. That's all it is. Yeah. Why you got to glorify getting high, huh? (laughs) That's good. Uh, They consider melding to be the reason for their existence. Again. Like every pothead? Uh, they use it in pursuit of higher consciousness, collective union, and spiritual apotheosis. Uh, they can reproduce through mundane sporing, but keep tight control in order to not overpopulate. Again, they're very conscious of their population. Yeah, you don't want to be too big or too small. They want to be able to, like, survive off the, the resources that they can provide for themselves. Goldilocks, it's got to be just right. Yep. Uh, they have sunlight sickness, which is similar to cobalt sunlight sensitivity, but myconoids can die if they spend more than one hour in direct sunlight. Okay, well, that's extreme. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's why I said it's similar, but not quite. <laughs> you just die, you know? That's, they live in the Underdark. Not everything in the Underdark just dies if it stays in sunlight, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why the Mykonids have to. Which I think is so weird, because mushrooms can, like, spawn in forests and stuff. In the darker areas, yeah. They also all have distress and report spores. But regular adults can have pacifying spores as well. And then sovereigns on top of that can also have animating and hallucinating spores. Oh, so there's nobody in between the adult and the sovereign that can do the hallucinogen like the other adjustments. Well, there's the sprout, the adult, and then the sovereign. And then they can also just punch the crap out of you with a fist attack. Yeah. The sprout? The sprout is a CR0, but it is the most damage I've ever seen out of a CR0 creature. It does 1d4 minus 1 bludgeoning and 1d4 poison. Jesus. All right. <laughs> because every other CR0 I've seen, it just what it does 1d1. <clears throat> or it just does like 1 damage plus 0 or something. Yeah, like it does like so little. A hit point or two, but this one does way more. <laughs> it's got the poison damage on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was also something about like a, a quasit spore servant, but I didn't do that because I didn't want to add something else that was weird on top of this weird shit. Quasi spore servant. It just sounds like the name for the zombies that the sovereign brings back. I think that is exactly what it is. Yeah. What do you think? You think they nerfed it? Or do you think they put it in a good spot? No, no. It's, I mean, in terms of a friendly species down in the Underdark, they, they've always kind of fit that. I do like the idea of the Myconids. Like, you walk into a circle of Myconids, and they're friendly enough, but you know that they could still kill you if, like, you messed up. <laughs> It doesn't seem that way in 5th edition. It just seems like you walk in there and you can walk all over the mushroom people because they're so weak. They're like the weakest things in the Underdark now. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> I do like how they made them friendlier, though. That's for sure. I feel like being friendlier is better because if they are they don't want to associate with anything, then it kind of seems like something not really worth visiting. Yeah, it's something you happen upon if you're in the Underdark. It's not something you actively seek out. It's not something, like, beneficial for the team or exactly deadly. Yeah. At least in 5th edition now, it seems like if you're doing an Underdark-themed thing, that it's like, yeah, no, duh, we're going to put a Myconid society down there and we're going to make it accessible to the players because they need something safe because the Underdark sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would like it more if we if they combined the way they are in 5th edition, and then the power they have in, like, 2nd or 3rd edition. That's how I feel about a lot of things in 5th edition. I know. Like, just make them stronger. 5th edition always has the good, like, backstory. The more interesting backstory yeah. sometimes. But then they just, it, they nerf it so hard. Yeah. But hey, who knows? Maybe <laughs> next edition they'll come out stronger. Maybe. <laughs> or they'll just get weaker. One of the additions has to make a creature as weak, I guess. <laughs> I guess. And with that, it's back to the dungeon. Hey, first try. <laughs>